0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to this uh, new project that Kevin Gallagher and I have been starting. Uh, Obviously, uh, you know me as well. My name is Kevin Bradley, and we are sorry to inform you that you've once again found yourself stuck in k guard the name we're currently <laughs> running with until we come up with something better exactly. anyone out there with a better idea <laughs> Stuck with it
1: too yeah we're gonna have a Anybody, anybody out there idea.
0: with a better hey you know uh, we, i think we get a few episodes it was a good start. before we're I'll pulling.
1: you in. kev you did a good job with the intro <laughs> reel it actually comes out nice it's it's hey man it's, listen uh,
0: i'll t- if anyone out there actually knows what they're doing fucking yeah. hit us up we'll like we'll throw you a few bucks to make this whole thing look <laughs> a lot prettier. <laughs> and uh, thank you so much to all the love we got on the last episode. It really meant a lot. Uh, and I want to give a special shout out right at the start to one Christopher Noonan, uh, the, the uh, music maestro behind that incredible opening track, uh, that great last episode. And this one, it's called Greetings from Pluto. It's a part of his, uh, his uh, album under the epitaph. Jagger the wise on Spotify it's archipelago volume one link down below to check out uh, his stuff. He just put out a new album, slow Hondas and the man is an incredibly talented individual. Also an artist. He has got his very own jujitsu themed clothing brand called Makoto. They do limited drops. So uh, go to the link down below and see what he's got in stock for you. It's some high quality gear it's a conversation piece everywhere you go. I've been asked where I got it at, like grappling industries and different events. So once again, that is Jag of the Wise on Spotify and Apple Music, as well as uh, Makoto Brand uh, for all your clothing needs. And uh, if anyone out there has their products that they would love to get uh, sponsorship, ad spots for, we're currently selling them. So hit us up in DMs uh, at our social medias that will be linked down below. Uh, to discuss more about that because it's an evolving process. And as well, if you're currently enjoying the VOD of this podcast, please like and subscribe. It's something that we keep forgetting, I keep forgetting to say, but it's very important because uh, it shows that uh, you're focused on us. And this page is going to be host to a few other different projects that uh, both Kevin's on this show will be uh, doing it at different spots. I might have something coming down the pipeline later this week that we might be able to tease a little bit later so uh yeah just a little bit of love to all of our friends and fans uh at the at the outset and now we can just get right into it even though it's very late and we're both like currently being buffeted by storms uh me in buffalo and kevin gallagher in florida
1: we're, we're, we're burning the midnight auto recording this one guys it's has uh, been a long day but hey, we are here for you, getting things done, working it out, yeah. making it happen. When
0: when an MMA fighter fights a former rapper at the VMAs, you know we just had to go and get this this the, episode going. The BJJ World, old world wants to know. <laughs> you, you know this this okay? So for anyone not aware, uh, Conor McGregor almost got into a fight with Machine Gun Kelly, the guy that lost took the biggest L in rap history when he tried to mess with Eminem a while ago and now he's with Megan Fox he seems happy so good for him and no one has any idea really what happened there's some allegations that Conor McGregor wanted a picture with Machine Gun Kelly and uh, Kelly said no and the Irishman almost fought him this whole fucking thing is so stupid and it makes me so sad <laughs> to talk about. It. I'm just, I was, I'm dying. My cells in my body are dying. I'm getting cancerous, like uh, poisoning me. Literally longer I talk about
1: this, I was literally watching my my roommate uh, look at it on his phone, and they were having an interview with Ja Rule, breaking <laughs> down the actual fight. But it was, it was just one of the most ridiculous moments I've had. Like Ja Rule, here's Jaw Rule <laughs> Outside the Red Carpet to explain to us what happened between Machine Gun Kelly and uh and Connor McGregor. Just uh Connor, Connor, god damn you,
0: Connor. What the fuck is wrong? Coke with you? is Coke is a hell of a drug. Coke man. Is a hell of a drug. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know how Ja Rule gets to like walk out of his house without people throwing <laughs> shit at him. You know, like let's, let's actually talk about that. Fuck this nonsense. Oh, I right. want to talk about he was
1: all. He was all up on the, uh, what was the, the, the fire, fire festival.
0: festival. Right. The fire festival. Yeah. yeah. How, how do people, him. how do people let that guy have a normal life? Like he, he didn't have to serve any jail time. He didn't have to like, I yeah, think the other cat. In any real way, the,
1: I think the other cat was more of the mastermind behind the, the whole thing, and I think ja Rule may have been just taken for a ride like everybody else. But dude, no, he didn't put his name did... on it.
0: No, 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 You need to, you need to see. I That's, the, solid. That's the... been a while since I saw it. It's pretty. Bad. The document. I mean, like he was there. He was nah, on investor they calls. On they yeah. all were aware. They like obviously, it's they were not the worst in the situation but everyone in that documentary that's like oh no we tried to stop you could you could have fucking yeah. well, stopped it
1: huh? what were we gonna do <laughs> No, motherfucker yeah, it's like, like, you, we you were
0: knew, just doing it and it's you like you
1: knew when you got past the point of no return what the how horrible it was gonna be you tell you you know what you do you call people and say unfortunately it didn't work out we're gonna have to return your money or you just say hey you know what we're not gonna return your money and you take your licks when you get them but i don't know that's yeah, I,
0: I think we can put the the final seal on this situation as uh, fuck everybody. Inv- I, honestly, Connor seems like just an asshole that wanted to fight because, you know,
1: well, you know I, I guess I, that's what I he's at. watched. I watched whatever I saw with a little bit of clips of it. It looked like Machine Gun Kelly was on the red carpet with Megan Fox doing some kind of an interview just kind of what I saw. And I don't know if it's the facts or not, but it just seems to be what I saw, what I extrapolated out of whatever data that I had in front of me on YouTube. And, uh, it looked to me like Conor McGregor was like, "Hey, Machine Gun Kelly, let me get a picture." Machine Gun Kelly hey, was goon. like, "Dude, I'm doing a goon, fucking can we get interview. a picture?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, and it looked like like Conor McGregor was like four rows back, trying to scrape his way up to come talk to him. And then he got mad, and I guess a drink got knocked over, and then he threw a drink at Machine Gun Kelly. It was just a whole silly episode of another, another ridiculous moment in the life and times of Conor McGregor. You know, a billionaire. billionaire. Madness.
0: I, I, at this point, it feels like Con with his career being the way it is, it feels like when he was fifteen, Satan or Mephistopheles, Mephistopheles. some demon came to him, and like uh, Beelzebub rose from the earth and said, "Hey, I'm gonna make you the hottest shit in fighting. You're gonna be, you're gonna earn more money than LeBron one year." You're going to make a ton of money off of shit whiskey and you're going to have one of the best highlight reel knockouts on Jose Aldo. One of the greats Uh, caveat caveat being it's going to, it's going to sour so fast. It's like, you're going to get to this point and it's going to absolutely crater. And it's, it's going to just, your image is going to be bad.
1: If You'll still be rich.
0: You'll still be rich but you'll just be addicted to all the drugs and no one will like you. If there was ever a superstar
1: like him and Shia LeBeau, I think are racing with one another to be the first meteorite <laughs> to plummet to the ground and self-destruct. God, it's not looking good for Connor. I don't know. He, I mean, he, he keeps getting himself in these crazy situations. You're fighting Machine Gun Kelly on the red carpet of the MTV Music Awards. What in the fuck is wrong with you? Like, What in the fuck? Kind of alternate reality are you living in right now? You're worth the fucking hundred million dollars, five hundred million dollars. The fuck it's... is wrong with you? Relax. With, with how, shit, with how tall? Cali, gonna take a picture with you. Go, with buy, his sh- yeah. <laughs> Go <laughs> Just, buy his I, record label. Yeah. Go buy his record label. Then say, hey, Gashole, I'm your boss. Come take a picture with me. What the fuck is wrong with this fucking guy? Go buy MTV. <laughs> get your get your, get a get an investment group together to buy MTV, and you can tell them all to fuck off.
0: Okay, was, hang it, on. Was, it the
1: video, was it the MTV Music Awards video? I don't even know what the fuck it was. I think it was.
0: Okay, real quick. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly. I'm I'm looking it off up off screen. Machine Gun Kelly's worth ten million dollars. So you made that last. Yeah, month. you actually you could buy this guy a few yeah. times. <laughs> Why are you gonna fight it? What the fuck is wrong with you? With how big? Like he, he, Machine Gun Kelly is a tall guy. He's a lanky dude, yeah, but he's Connor tall. And seeing Connor like not even be able to reach. It's just yeah, kind yeah, of funny, I mean, it's like the, the yeah, oh well, yeah, but I'm just saying like it it's not a good look. it, it, no, it looks like good. you're an angry it's little short guy,
1: angry lawyer short guy, pissed off because yeah. he wouldn't he wouldn't let you touch Megan fa's up uh, Megan Fox, yeah, guys. no he's I
0: mean, probably like he's probably just like, your girl's in my d, your girl's in my God, dms, God, and probably. then who, knows? She goes who going, knows? like I. Absolutely not. Like, yeah, for, like, like I'm, knows? I'm gonna bet a lot on no yeah, for knows? that. <laughs> <knows>? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and say no on that one. To you.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, the, the world, uh, the
1: world just keeps getting crazier and crazier.
0: Yeah, man. All insane, right. So all right. Speaking, like, speaking of
1: cross dressers, don't we have another uh <laughs> don't we have a good segue? Two episodes. <laughs> normally, normally you're the one, normally you're the segue guy, but I couldn't let that one slide. Don't we have another okay. uh <laughs> I mix,
0: need okay, uh, we're we're gonna get into that. And I want to say at the outset, uh fuck Connor McGregor and two, we are incredibly supportive of the trans community. Yes. <laughs> Kevin Gallagher is currently it's it is eleven o'clock at night. Thank you, and Thank you. he didn't mean that. And we're just gonna go forward. I'm not gonna edit that out because we'll run this by legal tomorrow. And see we we are look. We're gonna say occasionally doing long form media, you say things that you don't mean, and we're Absolutely. we want you to know we we're all love here. We're fully Absolutely. supportive Absolutely. and inclusive, and we are sorry about that. Absolutely. I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a stroke one day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't don't let Kim see this one.
0: <laughs> I hey, she'll kick both of our ass. I'm sure hate mail right. to herself for us. But uh uh yes, there is a a big uh story in the in the transgender sports world, uh, specifically with MMA. Alana McLaughlin fought uh Celine Provost uh and uh took home a submission finish, A really impressive rear naked choke. She was uh, on the day on danger, uh, in danger on the feet a little bit. But it, it was a pretty competitive match. And there have been a lot of questions raised from political, you know, political pundits outside and inside of the sport as to whether or not transgender athletes have a place in sports. But specifically with combat sports like MMA, it's always had a uh, – the conversation's been a little bit more heated just because there is, you know, there's punches being thrown and uh, there have been a lot of allegations that transgender women coming in from uh, transitioning from male to female have a lot of advantages and that they they should be not allowed to compete. And I wanna have this conversation uh, with uh, good faith in that uh, everybody here is learning. We're all trying to learn more and, and develop a well-informed opinion. And assuming this this podcast goes to hundred episodes, there's every chance we will feel completely differently and be better equipped to talk on the subject by then. So if this ages really poorly, I want to set it up at the <laughs> exactly. outset that we're we're learning. We're, we're learning. learning. Work and we're, we're trying our best. And we want that known to it. all of our uh, uh, potential transgender, transgender fans transgender, out there. Yeah, I think they're cool with trying. it by now. If they're not, look, we just made it weirder. So it's fine. <laughs> I mean, hey, look, you can only you can only dot your T's and cross your I's with stuff like this. So, Kev Gallagher, I will pass it to you. This is a tough situation. What's your read on it?
1: Well, First of all, thank you for letting me be the asshole to make the. <laughs> thank you, thank you for washing your hands of the situation and setting me up to be. I'm a the I'm guy. a real Pontius <laughs> Pilate. I'm I just. It. I see that. I like I like the way you work that in there, Kev. What do you feel about it? <laughs> no, no, no. I, <laughs> I, you don't know. I might I might feel a way about so, it. The problem is this. I, I first of all, I didn't really watch. It. I didn't see the fight yet. I've seen all the hoopla of it. I've seen all the pictures and I've seen all the pot shots and and. I think part, partially uh, the major part of the problem with all of this is the same kind of issue. The fact that, you know, right now we live in a society where headlines are king and no one really reads the context. So if you look at this from a headline point of view, former male athlete, tra- you know, trans or what is it segues. What's the word? Uh, transforms into uh, transitions, transitions, into, yeah, into, uh, female and beats a natural born woman in an MMA fight, yeah, I mean that sounds devious and horrible. Um, but from your explanation of it, it didn't necessarily seem like it was that overmatched of a fight. Um, and to to add to that, you know, just from you know the reality of things, and there's you know there's been tons tons of jokes and tons of comedians out there that have kind of that can kind of talk about this in the same manner. Like there are more than a few. Trans women out there, trans men out there that haven't even, or they're not haven't even had the the you know the the actual operations and you know whatever hormone things that change them over hormone you therapy yeah you couldn't tell the difference between a male or a female like I know quite a few of my you know again I've been in the gay community for a long time I know quite a few freaking transgender women that you would you see them on the street you have no idea that that was a man so here's the point um. You know, at first glance, you you read the headline and think to yourself, okay, you know, transitioned man beats up woman in an MMA fight. It sounds horrible. Everyone's like, oh, that's horrible. Can't ever have that happen. Um, but the reality of it is, I guess, you know, sometimes it's contingent upon case-to-case basis. And if you look at those two women... You know, standing next, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. Again, not for me to judge. I don't care. I have my own opinions, but I, I'm not the one to judge it. If you want to call yourself a woman, I don't give a fuck. Call yourself a woman. I don't give a shit. Um but when you look at them two standing side by side, it didn't necessarily look like it was an overmatch. Now you can look at the before and after picture, and you can say because she was that dude used to be yoked and now he's not. But like if you look at them now side by side, the comparison just isn't the same. Now there are some women. That have transitioned or men that have transitioned to women that still maintain some very grizzly man features, you know, big, strong hands, the density, bone density, the testosterone has given them throughout a life of having testosterone under their bodies and all those other things like that. But it's, it's such a weird, odd thing. I personally, and this is what I feel. And again, I am sorry if this is upsetting to anyone out there. It's hard for me to reconcile the idea of a man that's transits that's transitioned into a female, or now all of a sudden decides that they want to, you know, be acknowledged or recognized as female, to be able to say, okay, well, cool, now I'm going to go enter into a female sport, even though I was male for the entirety of my life. Like, what are we really working for now? What are we even doing now? Are we even going to have? Male and female sports now. We're just going to have them all together because there is a lot to be said with when we talk about the death of female sports, if we allow males to continue to compete with the females, it's just, they are bigger, stronger, faster, and have more physical attributes. It's the facts. It's just the way life has made them.
0: I, I see where you're coming from. And I do think that there's a lot to be said about uh, maintaining integrity in sport. And looking out for people trying to circumvent fair play. I don't uh, but uh, I, I've done a lot more reading about this just because I, I feel like when I was younger, I got a, a lot of just my talking points from like you know, more conservative like YouTube channels and like talking heads. And I now I as I've gotten older, I, I want to look outward more and try and grow. And I do think there's some things that don't get talked about. Enough, specifically when it comes to transgender participation in sports, and one of the big ones is that before uh, being cleared to fight, uh, McLaughlin was uh, tested uh, for her hormone levels, and they they were brought down to a certain level by use of medications, so she was not operating with uh, the capacity she might have she would have had she just gone in, you know unaltered as like with her original male testosterone i mean she was a special forces uh soldier yeah. that just like she she looked like she could kill me yeah well, by she at me. American right well, she's an American yeah she right? was an American uh special yeah. forces uh soldier right. and obviously there is a you know looking at her now there is a, a significant loss in muscle mass there's a, a lot of variables that I think are are positive, like okay, that this is not that person competing in the same sport by a long shot. And I think the other part that make that gives me pause is that there are women with naturally higher levels of testosterone. There are women with uh, a huge number of physical advantages, like the biggest one in jujitsu that routinely gets you know mocked and called a lot of mean names Gabby Garcia are we going to tell Gabby Garcia one of the most dominant women competitors of all time that she she can't compete in the in the bracket where she was born you know she's a she was born a woman uh she's identified that uh, as that her entire life can we just tell her hey look you have a lot of physical advantages that uh separate you from the pack in a lot of big ways you know i i don't think i can tell her that she can compete as a woman, even though she's a woman. I,
1: I think the, the major defining answer to this, and this is God, I don't even get into this fucking shit. Cause I'm going to get hate mail for this, but it's, you know, it's kind of consistent with a lot of the world we live in right now is like, you know, I am not a fucking scientist. You know, I do yeah. not study. I do not study the effects of male hormones on the human body you know, in the effects of their lack of, you know, you know, taking the hormones away, changing hormones over their, their ability to, per, to per, perform and performance. I don't know anything about that shit. I know a little bit about it because I can read a couple articles, but I did not dedicate my life and degree in the pursuit of studying this. Like many people that have okayed this half. And, um, you know, based upon, Whatever metrics those people came up with who are way more intelligent on on the subject and the topic than me and you are, they seem to think it was okay. Um It's just God, damn kev. It's just really hard for me to wrap my head around that. as someone that has come up in the athletic world and competed at, at the in in you know all facets from a young, very young age to where we are now see instances where we have now co- college students and high school students that are starting to lose out because their male counterparts have decided to transition over and are now obviously dominating them as transgender. It's just, I, and, it, and, I, and you know, again, we're looking at articles, sound bites, headlines, who knows how accurate they are, who knows how prevalent they are, depends on who's posted what. It just seems to me that, you can make a choice in your life. You absolutely can. If you want to decide to be female because or whatever, if you believe that God has made you female or whatever, you were born female in a male's body and you need to change over to do that. That's fine. If it's you just, know, if you
0: know, in your in your guts, that's what you are. That, that's you go. It's for it.
1: hard. It's very, very difficult for me to say, okay, well that is fine now. And you should be allowed to go ahead and compete in a competitive manner against females just because you decided one day that you're a female it's just it makes me very very upset and i I i'm not upset it just it's hard for me to wrap my brain around that and 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 it's and i'm basing that upon maybe ignorant assumptions that aren't based in science or aren't based in any kind of factuality but like my internal moralism like my cousins are girls both college athletes like what are you going to do you're going to start giving scholarships away Are there going to be people that are going to transition because they couldn't get a a male scholarship that's going to transition to female? Because it'll happen. I'm a chick now. Let me get that scholarship. I I don't know that. I shouldn't speculate on that. No,
0: no. but like these are like, listen, these are questions that are being brought up on major news channels in a lot of different circles. And I think that this is, you know, because of the way a lot like most people, uh, most uh, you know, uh, people in the United States, unfortunately, this is a lot, these are a lot of new ideas. And I think the biggest part is if it's known that you're trying to see all sides of something, onboarding can take some time, you know? Yeah. And I don't think anyone is expecting to instantly understand everything overnight. So, uh, I just want to end with this specific instance, just because we're never gonna we're not gonna solve everything right now, you and me. We are not I mean, doctors. I think, I think
1: we're getting to the bottom of this,
0: Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> I want to just say that uh, McLaughlin and Provost, these are two people that got into the cage and agreed to compete against one another, and they did. And there was a winner and a loser, and at the end, they seemed very cordial and it was an agreed upon contest. They competed, I, you know. did like it. Didn't seem like either one of the participants was
1: perturbed at all by that. But that doesn't necessarily make it right, because we can go on to the next conversation. I'm sure we're going to talk about is Evander Holyfield and Vitor be, Belfort. Both
0: guys were cool with that, you know. You know, but, <laughs> you know, but then you I you get it good. But with 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 you know. Unfortunately, with Evander Holyfield, you get into. Uh, different questions over uh, elderly person's ability to consent to something, you know, especially someone impaired from decades of boxing. I think that that's a little bit different. You could argue that Evander Holyfield might not be in the best frame of mind to make a, a, an informed decision about. Most
1: fighters are not in the best frame of mind. I don't mean to cut you off, but most that's fighters true. are not. That's why coaches are there to protect them from themselves, because every fighter wants to be like, I'll fight anybody. I don't give a shit. Well, you know what? You should, because that guy's going to murder you. You know, and, and it's not good for your record. It's not good
0: for your career, blah,
1: blah, 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 blah. or maybe for your fucking health, because you might die. I was,
0: I just watched, uh, that one of those uh, untold documentaries on Netflix. Have you seen them? No, sure. it's a bunch of it's a bunch of sports like uh, little mini documentaries. And I saw one about Christy Martin. Oh, uh, dude,
1: I fucking I I I wanted to watch it. I never watched it. Is it good? Because I was it's that, so I grew good. Up, I yeah. was about 15 ish, maybe a little bit younger, and that's when boxing was at prime time. I used to watch the fights with my dad on hb all the time and i remember when that shit was going down chrissy martin was like the originator when it came to females in combat athletics she, she was, was the, blueprint. You know, yeah, she the blueprint you know she was the
0: the first i should you know? watch
1: that again i bet that's a, i bet it was a really good documentary I it is it.
0: hard it's hard to watch They exploited
1: the fuck out of her and they, they, she beat, they the got, got she an interview the
0: with the, like they got an interview with the husband in
1: prison it's oh, really it is oh, I, yeah i don't know i don't tell me because i want to watch it yeah, I, w- okay. I wanna watch it because I forgot all about that shit.
0: But there's the a part of it is uh they go into her fight with Layla Ali and they just go into how you know she was like it, it behind the scenes, her management, her coach, everyone was like pushing her to go up in weight to fight prime Layla Ali when she was, you know, the older, smaller fighter, and everyone's that. just going, Someone should have said no, she didn't need to do this. Just right. Chrissy Martin, you know. She's she, she like the size difference and the power difference it's all is about the just money, baby. nonsense.
1: All about the money. Hard to say that when you got somebody gives you give you a, a check with seven zeros on it, six zeros on it.
0: I well, it's, it, dude, I'm not gonna to everybody out there as well. I'm not gonna spoil everything. You gotta go watch. The I want to watch it. It's I so watch good. It. I heard. I, I it again. Also. After that one, go you gotta go watch the one about the Danbury Trashers. Because oh, yeah. this is this is my home like a town right next to where I grew up had a hockey team that was run by one of like John Gotti's uh lieutenants <laughs> and it was awesome. it i it was the first professional hockey game i'd ever went to was the danbury trashers and it's the story about how, this, uh, the mob that controlled this this hockey team <laughs> i'm looking
1: for shit to watch Dude, i watched those two. Uh, those two that's really i watched it.
0: clickbait that was pretty good you seen
1: that yeah, That was pretty good on that clickbait that's that movie with uh the, yeah with the, the, the entourage guy entourage yeah i yeah. saw seen uh, clips it of it it was decent it has a couple like ooh it has a couple aha moments so the one I'm watching right now that's pretty good is, um, it's on Hulu, Steve Martin and Martin Short. Oh, uh, House Full of Murderers. Yeah, or, that's really, that's really good. Yeah, half hour episodes, you blow right through them.
0: Oh man, I'm yeah, like really four. Cool. I'm four seasons deep on. My brother uh, convinced me to watch Peaky Blinders. That's oh, like that's a good one too. Yeah, I'm like really down with that one. This <laughs> season should be
1: coming out soon. I think it's the last season, too. It should be coming out. Speaking yeah, of, last other, season, speaking, of Con- like- speaking of speaking of McGregor.
0: I mean, like, yeah, no, I'm full, all, all the, all the Coke. I'm like, that show has made me full yeah, on. Like, right. That's literally full on. Different now, different. like in my bones, I'm like Sigma Grindstead. Peak, Hell yeah. Peak, peaky Tom blinders. You, you mean,
1: <laughs> peaky blinders. You mean the Conor McGregor story?
0: Oh my God. Those guys didn't do as much Coke as Conor McGregor. I feel like. <laughs> debatable. <laughs> De- debatable. All right. This is a jujitsu podcast. Right? What are we talking so, about? We're we still talking I, about Coke uh... Conor McGregor. <laughs> I'm, I got like I was really excited to talk about this at uh, the beginning, but now I kind of just want to talk about shows. But let's talk a little bit about a story that you and I have been. Uh, it's it's sort of a long time coming for us because one of the, uh, the biggest things and, and favorite things that we've ever talked about is the Gordon Andre potential wow. matchup. Yeah. You know that uh, back when we were working with JJT, that was like a big episode for us was going into that. The ins and outs of that, the fallout of the slap, there's a a huge storyline. And now uh, uh, the ADCC Instagram, uh, a few days ago, let me bring it up. I'm not as quick on the draw as I used to be, but share screen, I will fix this and post and it's all <laughs> great and we're good and boom they, go. they pulled the put the trigger on the announcement adcc like 2022 andre galvao one of the most decorated adcc athletes of all time will be finally facing off against the king himself gordon ryan uh what are you thinking on this man man
1: i am thinking i'm super excited to watch it i think it's amazing obviously it's gonna be great but i'm kind of fucking over it to tell you the truth yeah (laughs) really i i this story has had so many ups and downs and so many twists and so many sideways and this and that it's just it's gotten to the point where it's like oh andre gaival and gordon ryan are gonna fight that's great it's kind of like like the like the what is it the the
0: Mighty Many Pacquiao, Pacquiao, Floyd Mayweather. Mayweather.
1: Like these guys talk shit for so fucking long, and then by the time they fought, nobody gave a shit anymore. Uh, I'd still give a shit. This I don't think this is the same case. I think lots of people are still super excited to see Andre Govau and Gordon Ryan go against each other. Um, you know, there's lots of ifs. Is is Gordon Ryan gonna be healthy enough? Obviously, he will be. He's shown time and time again. God, he's been competing at fucking 50-75% the entirety of his career with that damn staff infection that ruined his stomach up. Um, so I'm sure he'll be ready to go. Um, you know, Andre is going to be ready to go. Andre is a little bit old. That, that hurts. I was, he 38 now.
0: Feel like he would, he's thirty he was thirty-nine last. Yeah, he might be
1: forty. I mean, it's a forty year old fucking man, you know
0: what I mean? <laughs> like going to get I feel like there would have been like yeah. news if he was if he had finally yeah. turned. But he's 40. close. He's thirty eight. He's thirty eight. Yeah, he, yeah,
1: he retired. I mean, he didn't want to he didn't want to compete anymore. So he's coming back. Now you know he's gonna be ready. You know he's gonna to wanna to do this. It's just does he have enough in the tank to really withstand what Gordon Ryan's gonna to bring to him? I mean, Dang. all of these things, your big ifs, Gordon, you know, Gordon better also recognize, though, and I'm sure he's ready for it, but, like, Andre Graval ain't no bitch, man. Andre oh, really? Graval, and he's going to play a very smart, very intelligent game just because he always has. He's going to figure out a way to do what he has to do. They're going to start standing. I don't know that Gordon will be able to handle the pressure that Andre is going to bring to take it down. You know, who knows? I'm not trying to pick sides, you know, obviously. I'm just trying to find a world where Andre Argavel could beat Gordon Ryan to tell you the truth. I still think Gordon's going to win if that's what you really want to ask me. But it's, it's very it's not a, it's not a, it's not an automatic. There's lots, that's what makes these things intriguing because there's lots of what is.
0: I I feel like the only guy Andre spar's with the entire training camp is just going to be Felipe Pena, and he's just yeah. going yeah. to do back takes. Yeah, tell me, Gordon, did you, did you me how to take back, take the back Gordon, all the time. Gordon, I really think
1: Gordon today would murk Felipe Pena without without even a hire. The Felipe Pena that the Gordon to beat Felipe, or the Felipe that beat the Gordon that Felipe beat is not the Gordon that we're going to see today. Or I to think it's, it's I,
0: it really, you, you set it up. Well, it's going to come down to how healthy Gordon's stomach is. Like if he's truly, you know, lessened the ulcers to the point where he can train really hard. I mean, that's, that's a, that's a big deal. That's a, that's a game changer.
1: Gore. He's so special though. He really, he's just, there's no other word to describe. He's, Gordon he's, uh, he's definitely
0: special. special. That's uh that's one word for it. <laughs>
1: We'll see though. I mean, obviously it's gonna be the biggest jiu-jitsu match since uh Roger and uh, Buchecha. You know, I don't think there's enough. it's gonna be bigger than Roger. that's the biggest maybe the arguably the biggest jiu-jitsu match of all time. You made a huge, huge, huge match.
0: I it's weird. I think I think in terms of uh it's weird. I think in terms of like the storyline, there's a lot of like drama and heat because of how how it went down. But I feel like with Hodger and Buchecha, it was it was more about like just skill. Like it's just like these are two of the best and yeah. the fact that the that their rivalry was able to co- like to exist on that level alone. It was never like uh Buchecha uh slapped the shit out of, of uh, of uh, like house girlfriend or something, right. yeah.
1: <laughs> or yeah, none yeah. They, they, they he didn't, call his, or he didn't call his school, and say he was just all his yeah. sucked, and you know none of yeah. that shit went down.
0: He never keyed but his car is, or some something.
1: <laughs> this is the new. This is the world we live in now. Yeah, there's always got to be. There's got to be some disrespect to, to garner attention. That's just what we do now. That's how life yeah. works.
0: Yeah. I mean, do you think that the level of skill we're gonna see is still gonna be? exceptional oh, like yeah. it's it'll be an amazing match i mean it'll be awesome both is, these guys are still
1: the two best grapplers on the planet right now is it uh you think it's going to be a long one i mean if if andre's going to win it will be i don't see too many situations where andre gavala submits gordon but goddamn wouldn't that be amazing <laughs> how fucking awesome would that be if i andre got the write-off on a white horse while like choking fucking Gordon Ryan unconscious. Not saying it's gonna happen.
0: I think he's gonna, how he's gonna go it full be. he's gonna go full um like sacrilege, like straight up like with the thought. I think he's gonna ride a donkey into like into the arena, have palm leaves laid out in front of him. <laughs> I think just like fully go in with the power of God. He's gonna be drenched in like holy water.
1: <laughs> I mean, I
0: don't even know. It's it's just there's
1: so many questions. So many questions. Twenty minute match is such a long fucking time, and like, you know, I'm pretty certain God, Andre will be able to get through it. But man, like, it's dude, he's thirty fucking eight years old now, man. That's a long. That's old, man. That's fucking old. <laughs> and you know, and you know, I'm sure he's gonna be in shape. I'm sure he's gonna be ready to go. And I'm sure they're paying him a shit ton of fucking money to do it. Is but, dude, this is another thing too, Kev. And then, until, until them two motherfuckers step on the mat and smack hands and they ring a bell. It didn't happen yet. I don't care what anybody says. That shit is it's still, still in flux. Still in the back of the mind. It's still just there. Until it happens, it happens. Until it happens, it hasn't happened yet.
0: More Honestly, anyway. that like I, it sucks, but I I truly don't have any care for this match. Maybe it's God, just because of how goober like baby bullshit their whole beef has been like yeah. they like a, a guy literally slapped another guy yeah it's, it's and that's like the biggest thing to happen in this one dude asked for a lot of money and and uh, the other dude slapped that first dude obviously like uh, just to like disregarding their their skill like the the storyline here is just not for me i'm not yeah, really digging yeah. it and then Chad... andre pulled the bullshit with the the 30 minute apology and then right at the end he's like flash sail on all my shit. Kevin go by Kevin,
1: <laughs> let me just tell you something, Ron. This this is just this is just of an observational standpoint. I'm not even saying I agree or disagree with this. Maybe it is. Maybe this is not necessarily my personal views, but like could you possibly pick two people that are more disliked in general? by the jiu-jitsu community than gordon ryan and andre Goff. you know what i mean uh, like, yeah. i don't i mean yes i, I mean if we not, if we I go i guess gordon he, ryan he, there's there are people he has his socio which is sociopathic what's the fucking word but um sycophantic like sycophants sycophantic followers but yeah. like like there's a lot of people out there that just don't give a fuck that don't give a fuck if gordon ryan and don't really give a fuck about Andre Gaval Either to be honest with you well, Don't listen I, Kev, in that group
0: to be honest Hey with Kev me. I'm not gonna lie there is There are a few people more hated in the community Right now and they're all in your state So <laughs> No but I mean like <laughs> Oh just like for For yeah, non yeah. like for, Just in terms of just Who they are I feel yeah, like I, Andre has people- a Andre's got a pretty solid following, I feel they like. Both, I think-
1: they both do. And there's, I mean, it's both good. They're both followed for the quality of their jiu jitsu. However, for the quality of them as human beings, I think there's a lot of people that are just like, oh, fuck these guys. Who gives a shit? And that's really kind of what it's about. There's no There's no hero or winner in this position. They just want to see who yeah. the best is. And it's going to be amazing jiu jitsu, but God, it's just such a fucking,
0: ugh. Well, oh. uh, my my worst fear is that after all this it's like Gordon Ryan Kyle Bame where he just like slowly like advances into mount and does an arm triangle cuz <laughs> and it's just like it's effective but it's the most boring shit. Well, that'll probably be what's going to
1: happen, who knows. Yeah. I, 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 he's got to fucking he's got to get on top of Gordon Ryan. Right? He's got to get a pot on top of Andre Gavall first. Good luck with that cuz you know I, Andre
0: Gavall ain't going to fucking pull guard. Maybe he does cuz like Gordon on bottom is fucking deadly i mean we know he's still like training with everybody in the b squad like behind closed doors so like yeah andre's gonna
1: andre's gonna come hard smack him in the face and shake him around just
0: like he did felipe Pinion.
1: yeah hope that uh gordon tries to wrestle with him for a little while
0: yeah well if if he needs to even if andre gets starched he can always like lie back on you know, Gordon's fans have probably done more hate crimes than his fans. Right? I think you can you can reliably say that. Is that, right? is that really
1: is that really the case though?
0: More of Gordon's <laughs> fans were at the January sixth, right?
1: Yeah. Is that really is that really the case though? You never. That's got true.
0: Job. You know, maybe no, Andre's like his guys are a little bit more like covert. That that's dangerous.
1: Yeah. You know? long, <laughs> lo- long story short, am I excited to watch the match? Sure. Am I like? Glutton with anticipation and dying to. This is the only thing that's going to consume my mind until the match starts. Oh fuck no! That was. That's almost. It's almost honestly, in this week of news, it's a big story in this week of news. But it was almost like a third tier story to be honest with you. That's kind of sad.
0: I. I mean, yeah. When on paper, one of the biggest matches that can happen uh is is just sort of seen as like yeah this is like yeah this, this they they really needed to throw this together because there's too much sad shit happening <laughs> like eh, i don't know it's uh honestly you know what i it's it's weird but what i want to see more right now is a Tackett Wiltzy. Rematch. Yeah, there's so many
1: other like those there's guys. So many more, so many other more compelling matches on the jiu-jitsu
0: circuit aside from these fucking
1: two cocksuckers. I, I don't know. I shouldn't say that. I'll I take
0: Nicky Rod versus there. Pat Downey in one of those dumb fucking hybrid shit. Yeah, there's just so many. Tack it. Tack. Uh, no, 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 no. Pat Downey versus Nikki Rodriguez in a Judo match. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's weird to me. I don't know anymore. I just, yeah. it's just
1: such a such a weird that whole everything about this is odd
0: yeah Emil fisher versus the world in catch wrestling like let's go <laughs> let's do it all right well uh we're coming up on the hour and we definitely need to talk about this before we do anything that else and that i is forgot the... what else
1: i forgot what else was on the agenda
0: Oh well, let me just uh, remind you real quick, my guy. Uh, towards the end of the uh, at the oh, end yeah. of the month, we've got the women's oh, yeah. heavyweight, uh, who's number one championship division, oh, yeah. uh, star-studded from pillar to post. A lot of familiar oh, names: Elizabeth yeah. Clay, Gabby Garcia, Kendall, good. of course. Um, and yeah, uh, like Aaron Jesus. Harp. Don't forget yeah. my girl, Aaron Harp. I never would never would all of these guys are just ph- fucking phenomenal competitors it's, 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 it really like the females in this fucking
1: it's this it's, a pump, it's a so stacked
0: card it's a stacked card man so like, stacked. A this is uh, one know, i would want to fly out for honestly I, i'll go to austin again who, just to, like i want to
1: i want to see, see that i want to see the rank and who's ranked number one
0: uh, these are all. So this is uh, an absolute. Oh, so this is just like, like yeah. this is the the world rankings, right. and Gabby Girl Garcia is number two right now. Right. So, you know, this particular format
1: is exciting, and I have to give it as much as I don't want to give them credit that the Who's <laughs> Number One have done a good job with this format. It's really a good matchup. It's really fun to watch. You know, they do the fifteen minute matches, and then each five-minute subsect has some form of a ref decision so you know during the match if you're behind or in front every five minutes so the first match what they'll do is they'll have the lights it's actually pretty cool so it's all sub only but the refs will make a decision and after the end of the first five minutes they'll shine a red light or a blue light and that is what the referees if it's red, the red corner won the first five minutes. If it's blue, the blue corner won the first five minutes. And they'll do it again after the at the ten-minute mark. So in the last five minutes, you know whether or not you, you know where you're at in the match. You know, and then in the last five minutes, if you're down by the next, year, you got to get a submission. You know, or if you're if you if you won, the third. If you're you know if it's even, then you know, hey, look, we got to win this one, so on and so forth. So it's pretty cool to watch. It's actually not too bad. It's it's fun. It's a decent match, and man, that's a good arena. And who's another one does a good job?
0: Yeah, I got to just peep the payouts. Like the champion of right. each division on the card is going to get $30,000. Obviously, that's like taxes are going to take a little bit out of that, but like shit,
1: that's like, know, you wonder where these fuckers are making that much goddamn money. I guess there's a lot of memberships they're selling on Flow Grappler. And I guess they sell I'm, a lot of those.
0: I think $30,000 is
1: a lot of money, man. That's a lot of $150,000, really? $150 a month
0: really committing to the obviously a lot of it's probably like investments i I doubt they could really afford to raise
1: money it's it's
0: it's a lot of different directions but still the fully committing to putting on a show of their own was was really really a good idea and i mean so far it's one of the most complete products out there you know uh, no, no offense to seth and ryan obviously uh uh, fight to Win and Third Coast Grappling, those are the other like two big names. And, you know, Polaris is doing their thing across the pond. But who's number one is really looking to be uh, be the best? And Yeah. Uh, you know, it's...
1: it's just, I guess I don't know. We have to find out if the... I mean, they've been cranking them out. So they must be doing something right. But yeah. it's a question of whether or not they can continue making it profitable. Let's see who else is on here. Amanda? amanda levy's really good yeah
0: Yeah. oh wait kendall's down here i think Where's she at kendall fucking dope yeah yeah man all these all these good girls i mean everyone like the you can only remember like their highlight reels whenever you see them like they're they're just so uh stand out are there any like any matchups you think would be would make the best final? Obviously, we're going to get great matchups throughout the night, just based on the card. But if you had to, if you had to cater your final, who would you want to see? You know, I really, I'm
1: mean, obviously, I want to see my girl Aaron go all the way to the end. I'm going to be out there coaching her. Um, I'm excited oh yeah, about that. yeah. You know, Matt, Matt uh, Arroyo has to go to a wedding. And she asked me if I wanted to come out there and coach her, her and her her, and her husband actually Lewis is a black belt too. So. Oh, okay. But I'm gonna I'm gonna be out there. I'm not sure if Matt's gonna be there or not, but I'll definitely be in Austin it's next weekend. I think I'll be in Austin next weekend. I bought my plane ticket.
0: Yeah. So that's uh, gonna be cool. Yes, yeah, um, next weekend.
1: But you know, obviously, you know, Gabby's awesome. I think Elizabeth Clay is maybe my favorite female grappler. Right. I just love to watch her compete. I love her game. I think she's you know, a conundrum for any of these girls with their flexibility. She's a big, big, strong girl. Um, I, You know, when you watch these matches, just like any other modern day jujitsu practitioner, we are starting to see the combination of two different distinct skill sets into one form of what professional grappling has become because even though this is a submission only matchup these girls come out and they push the pace they go hard they work on positional transitions they work on getting the better dominant positions to start working to win those positions and and, and win the small little battles because you know with the minute with the five minute breakdowns you still have to do enough to convince the judges that you win so you can't just go out there and sit and guard and do nothing because if you don't get the submission, you don't win. You know what I mean? Like you you gotta get someone just pins you down the ground for 15 minutes and you can't you can't do anything from that. You you have to push the pace, you have to be active the whole time. So you see a lot of these guys that are points grapplers that are doing very well just because they're used to that match. Like Aaron's a perfect example of that. However, you also have to be hunting for submissions. You have to be actively looking for submissions. You have to be actively looking to try to finish
0: positions because that's one of the criteria for the scoring. So, have, have you gotten the chance to like ref under WNO rules? Yet? No, no, I don't know. Yeah, none of that shit. No,
1: I did. I was going to do a fight to win once for Seth, but I never went out there and did it. I was, he keeps, he had, he hit me up once when he comes to Tampa, when he comes to Florida, but I couldn't make it down there in time. Dang. But I mean, you know, this. You're right. You're right in the fact that WNO. You know, I hate to give Flugrath the credit, Flugrath on the credit, but they are doing a very good job with this event. You know, and they're good dudes. I, I you know, I, I, I they get a bad rap. For being these fucking scumbags, I guess. I don't know. I mean jiu-jitsu is full of fucking scumbags. I don't know what to tell you though. If you're gonna fucking
0: if you're gonna yeah.
1: you're gonna bash Flow grappling because they're a bunch of fucking scumbags, like we're all a bunch of fucking scumbags in this sport.
0: I think you gotta you gotta not paint with that big a wide brush because there are there are definitely tears to be in a scumbag. And right. fine yeah. praise, I'm fine with praising I'm fine with praising flow when they put out a good product, and I'm fine with you know, criticizing them when they do stupid shit. That's why I just did a, a project with a meal that's going to come out and maybe prevent me from ever working with them. <laughs> yeah, I
1: don't. I don't. I'm not of the opinion that flow grappling is the evil empire. I don't. You know, I, I don't like monopolies. You know, if that's what you're asking me, I'm not a big fan of that. I don't. I like to have competitiveness, and I, and maybe I'm a hater. I think a lot of people are haters on flow grappling because they're successful. Um, and you know. You can obviously make the debate that without flow grappling, we wouldn't be, we wouldn't have. They stepped up and picked up the slack by just putting these events on and giving people platforms to show their events. If we didn't have that, we might not have professional grappling right now.
0: I mean, they're the bad guy. Like they're the the Vince McMahon commissioner character in jujitsu. You know, without them,
1: we might not have it. We might not have a bad guy to be mad at.
0: I think that you can, you can. Acknowledge that and still want to criticize them. You know, like like they that because they do good and because they brought the sport to a certain point does not mean they're above criticism. Like Dana White, you you could definitely make the case that MMA as it is now would not exist without him, you know, and without the Fertitas. Right. Does that mean you can't say, oh my god, they're doing like a lot of bad shit with fighter pay and a few other things? No, you can absolutely say that. You know, uh, plenty of bad people, you know, did good stuff for, like, local infrastructure. But uh, I'd love to close on, like, Gabby specifically, um, just because with her, it's nice to see her get into um, some competition in her own division, just because I feel like the last year and change has just been dominated with her in the Craig Jones fight that's probably never going to happen. You know, yeah, and this, it's good this, to, it's good to see her just get back to like just competing with her peers and and freaking kill her I don't have it.
1: to deal with no bullshit. And it's cool it's cool to see Gabby out there exactly on the mat with girls that you know, she can compete with. Girls that have actually beat her. Girls that have come very close to beating her. Lots of people think Elizabeth Clay beat her when they competed last time. Yeah, um, the other girl has beaten her twice already. I can't remember her name because I'm lost. But like the, you know, Gabby Garcia is not unbeatable, ladies and gentlemen. She is not this abdominal force that is just blows through every female competitor she's ever gone against. She's definitely a beatable girl, and we're starting to see that. And I think we're starting maybe she maybe she's getting a little bit old. She's been competing for a long time. You got some new, young talent that's very hungry and very strong and very ready to go that want to try to bring it to her. Who's number
0: yeah. one? Uh, De Jesus, De, uh, Nathalie Natalie, Jesus was the last one to beat uh, Gabby, but obviously she's not. She, you know, her ADCC wins weren't consecutive. You know, she won four of them, but spread out. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm just really interested to see the event. I, I think it's, it, it's going to be a really solid it's cool. showing. It's, cool, it's a lot of fun. It really I mean, cool. yeah, like, like. I, like, fuck, I give more of shit about this than, like, people are going to call me a fucking, like, soy boy, like, liar. But I'm genuinely more interested in these matches than I am the fucking Andre. Thing. So, they've salted the too. earth on that just, so much that I just. just such a, it's such a disappointment because I was so, I'm so
1: excited about it. And I'm just like, oh, God, who gives a shit, really? Oh, cool! Andre and fucking Gordon
0: are gonna fight. Awesome. Yeah, I they're they're gonna be paid way too much money for it. It sucks Fuck. because like I I want better pay for jiu jitsu athletes, but like take it out of their pockets specifically. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> like, There's
1: you gotta. Other people out there that are more deserving of it. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm an asshole. I don't know. Maybe Gordon. No, Ryan, you're not an, an asshole. I'm you're right.
0: Gonna... But uh, that's an hour on the dot, man. So I feel like that is on fuego. We are at, I mean, actually, we, we bullshitted around the, a little bit before the start. So it might come in just under an hour. So I can fill time really easily. Tell us a little joke. I can tell us <laughs> a little joke, and I can tell you who's been uh, my, my under desk mate. mate. He's been right under me the entire time. Oh, this is the, the secret, the room, secret, third, the secret third member of the, the team, Montezuma. Montezuma Bradley. Cool. Dusty, come here. Cool. Come here. Come Montezuma.
1: here, Dusty. Uh, he's just sitting on the chair. He won't come over to me. I'm not
0: hey, Dusty's off the clock. Dusty's man. off the it's clock. Like like, o'clock. You, buddy. You, buddy. <laughs> it's like 12
1: minutes. Too late. My uh, my yeah, that's my, been my my, my contrast specifically states that I do not I do not do on camera work past 1130.
0: <laughs> yeah, Monty's a night owl though. Hey, little like, key, puppy. hey puppy. he does the night shift. Hey, puppy. His brother's asleep. Mm-hmm in the back like a little turd <laughs> that a little, is that a little aussie uh no he's a shelty Sheltie. Uh, and oh. everybody on the the audio podcast just imagine the cutest little ball of shit on my lap <laughs> and he's doing he's just chilling you know and he's <laughs> gonna be there and i think that's a good uh, that's the perfect place to to call it the second episode of uh Stuck in K-Guard. And you have officially escaped K-Guard. Thank you for sticking with us for the entire episode. Thank you for your time. Do you want to say something? Are you good? He's a quiet dog. (laughs) But uh, just a few reminders. Uh, Anyone interested in advertising with us, please uh, hit us up in either of the links down below. Uh, Special thanks again to Chris Noonan providing the intro and outro tracks. That is uh, greetings from Pluto. Uh, we might be using uh, other ones. The entire track is fire. And go check out Slow Hondas as well, as well as Makoto brands. They're doing a ton of cool drops in the near future, and there's usually some surplus. So go see what he has in stock, and he'll send it out to you. Uh,
1: anyone you want to plug right now? or yeah, no, no judges needed. Go check out you. No, no Judges oh. Needed.
0: Get, uh, you know, no judges needed. Your one-stop shop for all of your grappling apparel needs. I'm talking geese rash guards, hoodies, and we have wear. quite
1: a few. We have quite a few uh, participants coming your way. I got off colonies. Another one going to be coming. We got we've got we've got some good stuff coming for you in the future. We're going to be we're shouting big out things happening.
0: We're going to be shouting out a ton of great brands and like initiatives that we care about. This is a platform by you know by the community for the community. We serve you. Because without you, we wouldn't be able to keep the lights on. And we wouldn't have an excuse to meet it at strange hours for strange meetings at night. But, uh, yeah, we yeah, got dogs. Dog our dogs. Oh, yeah. This is a dog podcast. You want to go watch Peaky Blinders? He's Thomas <laughs> Shelby. He's a little Shelby boy. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, I haven't paid attention to him enough tonight but uh yeah this has been uh i'm starting to feel the the flow come back so you know they're only going to get smoother and smoother from here on out (laughs) i've been your host kevin bradley joined as always by my co-host mr kevin gallagher and with montezuma right here and you have officially escaped k guard until next time where you get stuck (laughs) and you spend an hour flowing around (laughs) while we keep you stuck there (laughs) and uh yeah be seeing you man peace out
1: see you guys
0: see ya.